you all are in for a treat. We are so glad that you are here. Thank you for listening. We need you to rate, review, and subscribe. If you listen on iTunes or Spotify or any other podcast app, please leave us a rating or a review. And if you watch on YouTube, please subscribe. We need your help. We are continuing to build our our viewers and listeners, but uh, we are not finished. We want some more, and uh, we appreciate you helping us by doing that. We have some very special guests with us today. We are making good on our promise (laughs) of... Uh, listener of the year. One so, listener. So, I, our contest same. award winner. She did all the requirements and she passed. She she exactly that did all the requirements. <laughs> and we have Miss Joanne Armour. So we want to before we continue with our spiel here, we want to say thank you and her yes. husband Russell for being here. Miss Joanne won our contest and she is in the hot seat for better or worse she asked <laughs> if she could just have a uh, starbucks gift card and we said oh no you are coming on and i think it was rigged <laughs> i know who picked the winners and i'm gonna say it was not rigged so that, that's our story we're sticking to it but um so i say that to say thank you for listening and when we have these contests miss joanne is is Example number one that we will follow through on on what we say, so or we will try our best to do that. So, please make sure that you're listening, you are um, participating yeah, in, in future uh, contests that we will have, and we will have future contests. We may or may not talk about that this week, but hit us up YouTube, Spotify, um, iTunes, wherever you happen to listen. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe. You can reach out to us at email podcast at parkwaybc.net. That is podcast at parkwaybc.net. We want to hear from you. We had a, a picked up another new country, Nepal. Wow. That's R- awesome. Ryan, if I, had, if, if, I, if I told you I would give you a dollar right now, if you could point Nepal out on a globe, would you be able to do that? Mm-mm, no. Hmm. Any, no. any idea where Nepal, like what part of the world Nepal may be in? You're going to make me look dumb. Um, I only know because of a movie. Well, we know Ryan doesn't watch movies, so Very that's true. not helping him. Very true. I'm assuming east, so like Europe area? Uh <laughs> General direction. He said east. From from where we are located, that, that is moving <laughs> in the right direction. <laughs> but if you stopped in Europe, you would stop a few uh, thousand miles short. Way, my way off. Where exactly is? It? So Nepal is by India. India. Do you know where India is? Yeah. Oh, that was not a confident answer, but we're going to give you credit. <laughs> so it's no, east. No, no, yeah. Nepal is by the answer. Is what is east? Have you ever heard of Mount Everest? Yes. Mount Everest. So yeah. Mount Everest is in Nepal. Okay. So okay. we may have someone sitting at the base of camp base camp of Mount Everest right now listening to this podcast. That would be too cool. Or yeah. on top. I mean, I would like to think on top, but, you know, <laughs> in all reality, <laughs> base camp may be more. Can uh, we have a Zoom call with this person if they're on top? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm good with it. I'm sure they're worried about, you know, breathing and stuff up there and getting <laughs> right. back down the mountain. 
But uh, reach out to us, podcast at parkwaybc.net. We want to hear from you, and we'd like to talk about you, give you a shout-out like we did Silvio last week, and uh, you know, let us know what you want to hear about. New episodes come out every Monday. Check out our Instagram. We may have some behind-the-scenes stuff on there, you know, Geography with Ryan. Let's mm. see. That could be a new segment. Story time with Russell. Geography with Ryan. So. <laughs> but awful. We 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 have our contest winners here. Our grand prize winners. We we drug them in. I think they're going to have a great time. I think they're going to share some great things. But first, we need to share with them congratulations because yesterday was their anniversary. And how long was I don't want to say the wrong number. I did that 59. last week. 59. 59. That's awesome. awesome. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, I said the wrong number with Rudy last week, and he jumped on me. So yeah. I'm not doing that again. Yeah. But Rookie. 59 years. Yeah. <laughs> right. Richard Petty, 43 years. Never forget that. Yeah. And then today, while we're mm. on the anniversary train, yep. Ryan and his lovely wife, Dawn, today is their anniversary. Yep. Congratulations, Congrats, whatever man. whatever camera's on me right now. Happy anniversary, babe. Love you. Whichever one you look at, but you need to look at one. There, you're going back and forth. <laughs> how, Probably how, that one. Yeah, that one. I'm going right the one right at me. <laughs> so I mean, if you want your close up camera, it's this one right oh, here. That's it. Okay. How many years? Good old nine years. Nine. Yeah, years. she said you were going to take her to Taco Bell. Taco Bell. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Deal. I, I'm going to bet she's not going to wait for you to finish recording tonight nope. before she goes to eat. No. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yeah. That's year one, maybe two, but nine, <laughs> nine right on your own. She said, I'll see you at home. You can see the wrapper in the trash can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also a little bit offended that Ryan doesn't know which camera is his close-up camera. Well, I mean, we moved it a little bit, so I was I was thinking more it was on them. So it's been several episodes. I guess he hadn't watched the last several episodes. So whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's Ryan. all right. It's Ryan, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was He's hoping busy. it was more on them. Well, we know he wasn't watching movies or nothing, catching up. Hey, will yeah. you bring my movies back if you're not going to watch them? I am watching them, just well, slowly. Okay, so since you watched the first couple, yeah, that was you want those back. That, that was, I think you brought those back, but did I? Yeah. Okay, that was in June. Yeah, that's been a while. This is now October. Yeah, I haven't watched any since then. Okay, so, <laughs> there we go. Now the truth comes out. There we go. I'm going to lose my movies. <laughs> I'm going to have a yard sale in the summer and sell my movies. <clears throat> anyway, so let's move on to, to some, uh, some important stuff. We have, again, Joanne and Russell Armour with us and 59 years of marriage. And that is very impressive. I don't want to make you feel old, but <laughs> you don't have to. We are. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know. I looked in the mirror. So I, I was gonna. I meant to say earlier too that uh, we were gonna see who spoke fewer words, Russell or Christy, during their respective episodes. <laughs> I think, I think Christy's we have won. a winner. Yeah, Ru- Christy's. Yeah, Russell might have beat her yeah, already. Yes, <laughs> might have. He did. But uh, <laughs> Russell said he's here for support, and Joanne's doing the talking. But we'll, we'll see if we can't pry a story out of him or something. But 59 years of marriage, the three of us, n- none of us have been alive for 59 years. That's right. You, you have been married longer than we've been alive. We dated so. four years before that. Wow. Nice. So why don't you it's tell awesome. us a little bit just how you met and, and – what that was like back in the 
back in the 50s. good old days. <laughs> back in 1959, we met on Hillbilly Day, which y'all don't know anything about, in Madison. I was 15, and he was almost 19. And we met and fell in love, and <laughs> I said that night I'm going to marry him. Oh. But four years later, a breakup, you know, you got to break up so you know what you want to do. <laughs> then we married when I was 19 and he was 22. What year was that? I, I don't want to do the math. 1962. 1962. Wow. So Joanne and, and Russell used to teach a preparing for marriage class. Yes. Great uh, at, blessing. At, at church. And so Russell says it was a great blessing, but it was a great blessing to the many people that came through that class. Yes. Uh, I happened to be one of them with my wife, Christy. Stefano and Lori went through the same class. Absolutely. It's and amazing. That's kind of a underrated thing, not only in marriage, but mm-hmm. in a lot of things that we do as Americans. We think we can do it. You know, we don't need help. We don't need any um assistance or any background i i can do it i got it whatever um but marriage is a lifelong commitment should be a lifelong commitment and that has kind of lost that meaning uh you know in our lifetime for sure and preparing for marriage is and taking premarital counseling is something that everyone should do absolutely doesn't matter how long you you've dated or known the person um it's different when you're living with them and preparing to live with them. So can you talk a little bit about those classes and kind of what you put into that? You know, some of the lessons that you hit on while you were teaching those classes. Well, one of the first things we do is we asked you guys, what was your, what did your proposal look like? That kind of gets people talking. Then the next thing we want to know is how long have you been spending on preparing for this wedding? We found out that could be anywhere from a year to eight or nine months. And then we say, how long have you been preparing for your marriage? And they're like, we haven't. So that was part of it. And then uh, at the beginning, it, we we got to everybody to talk to them personally about where they were with the Lord and what were they doing um, to keep themselves pure. And we didn't get to do that at the very end because we had like 26 or so couples in there, and we couldn't do that completely. But that was was very eye-opening, and it made them think about what, what difference does that make. And it makes a difference. So the class was usually always started at Valentine's Day or that week of Valentine's. And I think it it meant as much to Russell and I as it did to the class because it helped us to realize what an awesome thing it was to be married and to stay married. If someone's planning on getting married if they get engaged or working on engaged or recently engaged what would be one of the first things you would tell them 
to help kind of prepare them and get them to think about what's coming up with marriage? First question we always ask is, do you have a relationship with the Lord? Sometimes they do, sometimes they didn't. Um, We had pregnant couples there that I said, if you would sustain from that until after your marriage, God will honor that. And I've been called a hypocrite. I've been called, you know, because they don't realize that it's a God-honoring thing to wait. And you don't hear that like we did even 20 years ago, that kids are waiting. Um, We did, but it was a different generation. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, at 19. And, And all we knew to do at 19 was we got married. I brought Randy home, my first child, on October 3rd, and October 5th was my first wedding anniversary. So, you know, that's what we did. We got married, we had babies, and and we went along. Now, that's the good part. <laughs> you know, um, we always, uh, Dad always took care of the bills and done that, and Mom done the housekeeping, you know, that was just the way it was. Um so that was my perspective from my part of the thing. And so um, I had to work sometimes two jobs or whatever to, uh, and always come up a few dollars short, you know. But anyway, uh, that was where I was striving for. Um, sometimes you've got two small kids at home, and uh, by the time you work in some of your buddies and you go bird hunting or something, you know, and, and – uh, Sometimes you leave your wife out, huh. and uh, <laughs> I was guilty. But anyway, and it caused some uh, friction down the road or whatever. But uh, I wasn't good. My family wasn't uh, really sentimental. Uh, uh, we was more on the conservative side. We didn't buy a dozen roses, and her family, they uh, still. still ain't got a dozen roses but anyway um, it's important to um, pamper pamper to pamper to pamper them a little bit every once in a while and make them feel special and I wasn't good at that so it was uh, uh, my expectations if I took care of everything Physically and cut the grass and done all that. Everything was good. Mm. Uh, but uh, it's adjusting when you got two small kids and you come in one morning and they got cream of wheat or something or oatmeal on their head. <laughs> it's been, it's been a, you know, it, so it's a, it's a growing process. And uh, But that's why these classes were so, so important. I mean, to both of us. And I'm not... Uh, trying to hog a show or nothing. I'm just uh, where my heart is. When you marry somebody, you marry their family. You you marry their, who's going to have Christmas? You gonna, Who's going to have what? Yeah. And so it's not, uh, uh, it's a growing process. You just, it takes both of you committed to 99.9% to make this thing work. And, uh, and everybody's got different views about how it ought to go. So she was expecting more, and I didn't know she needed it. 
So that's kind of where we are. And uh, that's about all I can tell you. <laughs> well, we are going to get into that, and that's why we are so happy to have uh, Russell and Joanne here is to share the wisdom and also share the share the truth of, hey, be on the lookout for this. And, you know, these are problems that you can expect, and here's some ways to work through those. And um, that we're it's it, you're not hogging the show, Russell. This is no. your show today. So. <laughs> of course. And, and we'll we'll get that microphone straight now. We'll move it for you. You got the good microphone because you can sit back. I'm going to come adjust it for you. You don't even no, have to sit fine. up. No, that's fine. I can lean up. Yeah, no, we're going to let you let you relax. So, Ryan, since you don't watch movies, there is one <laughs> from way back called the okay. Seven Year Itch. Seven Year Itch. Okay. And it was a couple that in about their seventh year, they wanted to be single and do yeah. so that's real and you're nine years so you're you be careful over, over the seven years yeah inch. you're I'm open over, to over the there's no no deadline on that right right of course but we uh, we were in a really hard place we didn't have money we didn't he was working all the time but gene mclaurin who just passed mm. away here member of our church her and another lady, Faye McMillan, at Two Rivers had a class, How to Be the Wife of a Happy Husband. Now, we had been, gosh, probably seven or eight years out there. American yeah. Legion, drinking, doing all these things that come along with that. And... I had come in one afternoon and said, I want a divorce. And Russell said, well, I can't make you happy. That's I can't do anymore. So there we were. And uh, going to Two Rivers at that time was a growing church, and it was just kind of a last-ditch effort because honestly we couldn't afford a divorce we'd have had to just put something down the middle of the house and live on two different sides mm -hmm. so we went i went to that marriage class mm -hmm. and at that time we had boom boxes you remember them mm -hmm. a little cassette player ryan may not but Stefano i do and i, I do. Is I well do. aware Stop that. Well, well i had the boom box <laughs> And uh, they wouldn't let me leave that at church because after the first class, I thought, this is not, I'm, do I'm not doing this. And they said I had to come back for 10 weeks, 10 lessons, yeah. and do that. So I did. And during lesson number six, it said, what, put your husband in priority in your life. Well, he came way down. Kids, mom, house, all of it. And it said, now I want you to go home tonight and do something for your husband, just that you know would be strictly for him. Well, this is gonna, this is not something y'all going to be familiar with. But back then, if you got a hole in your socks, you put a light bulb in there, and then you darn those socks. You didn't just throw them away. Mm. So I sit there, and I thought, okay, I'll do it. And I sit there darning those socks, and Russell, in my heart, went from down here to up here, and I just was weeping. So that was where the turning point came from me.
in in the marriage. About and, about how long had you been married at this point when the when you were seeking a divorce? About eight years, eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. I think our kids were in fifth grade. That would have made Randy about eight or nine, and uh, you know, we had partied so much during that that you just don't get. We weren't going to church, you know. We had never been to church together as a couple, so this was new. And when I got to Two Rivers, I got into precept, and I started finding out what marriage, what being with God really meant. Right. And Malachi two sixteen, when I when I heard that God hates divorce, I thought, okay. Now, and I would tell y'all in this class, if you'll just say divorce is not an option, you will work through it. You'll make things change if you have no option. So we kind of went through that for several years uh, before we changed into we, – we still would go to marriage classes. Don't, don't think that you've got it made, even mm-hmm. in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Precept was great. Yeah. We went some, uh, Chattanooga, we went to a couple of marriage councils. You know, she would pick out something that that, uh, would uh, enhance our marriage. I'm I'm not much of a shopper to shop around and and find these things or whatever, but uh, she's a pretty good organizer, so uh, uh, we've... uh, We've had some struggles, and, and it's, uh, uh, but it's worked out. So, and we still years. struggle. Yeah. I'm telling you, 59 years does not mean oh, you know, it's new stuff that'll come into your life. I mean, yeah. you think if when I get the kids raised, when I get uh, this next house paid off, and all this, then, phew, but there's always going to be something. In right. your marriage to try to divide it. And something we've talked about on here before is Satan is going to attack you Absolutely. when you're weak. Exactly. He knows your weakness. And mm-hmm. he's going to continue that our entire lives on this earth. He's going to continue to attack us. And um, things change. You will have some struggles and you may um, overcome those and, and turn that into an area that's not so weak. But he's going to attack another area. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's a continuous continuous thing. So I want to go back a little bit to something Russell touched on a minute ago of of you know he would pay the bill or he was working he was paying the bills you were taking care of the house and things like that and you know in that in the fifties and sixties that was a tr- traditional view of marriage right. and a view of home life in in America for sure. Um, and that's not so much today with, you know, men and women working and, and seek, seeking more equal things as far as that goes. But I I think I'm not 59 years into this, but you have to find what's right for you and, and your spouse. And what worked for Russell and Joanne may not work for Ryan and Dawn. And what worked for them may not work for me. And Stefano and Lori will have their own thing. But that's all part of working that out and communicating before you get married communication of course Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and, and one a, thing too, we found out that men and women are different. He didn't know that. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> you know, he didn't. Yeah, and we yeah. led a class That's, here at church called "Women Are Like Waffles and Women Are Like Spaghetti and Men Are Like Waffles." Did any of y'all take that? I've heard of that. I've heard of it. Well, which in my particular yes. case is, is true. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> y'all y'all get in little compartments, yes. and we're going. Everything's you know, intertwined and interconnected, yes. and one yes. thing affects another. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a uh, <laughs> truth. That's all I can say. That, that is truth, right there. <laughs> that, people, I hope you are listening to what yeah. Russell and Joanne are hope saying. You, hope you're taking notes. And please take notes. <laughs> Watch this to. two, three, yeah. four times. Yeah, and, and I mean, I feel gosh. like I'm back in in that. Preparing for marriage. Christy's right going to tell me, hey, did Listen. you watch that episode again? You need to go watch it. Listen to what you said yourself. You know, we're only 20 something minutes into this episode and it's already, man, hit, hitting heavy over here. So, um, so we'll go, we'll go back a little bit and let you pick up your story. Been married, had some issues. We're seeking divorce, and now you're in church. You've started in church, and you started picking up some classes, attending classes, and and wanting change, darning socks, and you felt a change in your heart. Exactly. Um, but something else you said is you felt a desire to change, but that took a while. That's not was not an an instant thing. It took years. And can you kind of pick up on that? And and where did you go from there? And how did you, what changed? Um, well, this is something I really hoped I wouldn't forget to say. Uh, I started to church with the kids, and Russell worked DuPont shift work. So maybe once a month he could go to church, and maybe he wouldn't. So I learned how to um, punish him for not being what I wanted him to be. So on Sundays, I'd take the kids and I was the good guy, and I'd go home, and I thought, I'm not cooking for him. I'm not, you know. That's just something that I remember me doing. But you know what happened was Russell never changed. God changed me. So if you have a spouse that's not what you want them to be, don't worry about them. Let God take care of them. If you get right with God, and that's what I did. I got myself right with God. And when that happened, he did change. You know, I quit all the foolishness. And I think that's where you got to look at. When things aren't right, look to yourself. And, you know, I told you I know nothing about sports. But when you said Satan will attack, you know, I have one illustration. If you're a Titans football player and you're on the bench, nobody cares. But you get out there on the field, they're going to knock you down. And that's what happened. We we got out on the field. We began to talk about marriage without regrets, precept class. And, and, thing, and we learned from that that we had to toughen up, had to start walking some of that talk. When you were at, like, Two Rivers – and um, obviously, you eventually came to Parkway. Did you always want to? What put on your, on you guys's heart to like start teaching a class? What yeah. What made you 
what made you want to have y'all talked before as a couple or was that the first time y'all had talked together well we had um, gone through a class at two rivers called mm-hmm. preparing a marriage without regrets mm-hmm. and when we came here We've been here a little over 40 years, and I promise you, I thought God brought me through the desert to die okay. because we'd been in a very active church, and there was nothing going on. Mm. So uh, then Rick and Ann came, Barclays, okay. mm-hmm. and they had done precepts. So Rick and I did a precept class. I took okay. the women. He took the men. And I think that, you know, from that, I think when you almost lose the best thing in the world Mm. and God opened it up, I can't take credit for any of that. I just know that what he did for us saved our marriage. Mm. And you've already said that God needs to be the center and the focus. Got to be. Just like Satan attacks us where we are weak, God is going to give us what we need individually and as couples because what Christy and I need may not be the same thing as what you two need. So he's going to build us up in the way that we need to be built up. Something you have touched on also is giving your spouse what they need, especially before kids come come along because your marriage and your life changes with, with children. But giving your spouse what they need, giving them that time, especially early on in the marriage as you're still doing that adjustment, letting them go play sports or go shopping, but try and be involved with them doing that kind of stuff too. And just learning your new normal because it's going to be a, going to be a new normal. So I've heard the uh, expression that you need to continue to date after you've been married and no long, no matter how long you've been married, continue to date is that something that you all would agree with or, or not? And what's, some, what's a way that maybe you do that? Well, we don't do anything. Got some friends that still date. Friday night's date night. Yeah. We don't have a specific time that we do something every week. For a lot, while there, it was a big deal. We go to checkers, woo, you know. But <laughs> watch your cars go by. Yeah, those kind of things. But you would think dating four years, when you got married, it was going to be just continuing, and it's not. I remember three weeks after we were married, I thought, "What have I done?" And we had known each other since I was fifteen, so you just, you know. Right now, there's a book I give people when they're married 50 years. If I'm around, you'll get one. It's 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 called (laughs) Older Love. And this is the best part of our marriage right now. When you have gotten through all that stuff and uh, learn each other and know how to respect each other, that's that's the biggest thing. Is uh, to respect the difference and respect what they've done and what you're doing. That's where we are right now. And our marriage is better today than it was even 20 years ago. But it didn't just happen. It is definitely work. You have to work at marriage to have a successful marriage. For sure. Have to to work at it and... If you don't have that commitment, just don't why why get married? You know, don't don't put yourself through all that. I I have several 
I can't say so. I have some friends who, you know, it didn't work out. We're done. Next. I mean, just yeah. kind of put it off and, you know, they, uh, they don't have the commitment going in. So once they get in and they hit hard times, why be committed? People think know? it's so easy to just, okay, well, things are done. Let's go ahead and do that. You know, yeah. they don't, they don't put effort like you said. So. Well, and it's popular now. Just don't even get married. Mm. Yeah. And then you won't have to worry about divorce. Mm. Again, that's a, a way that Satan can attack us and, and keep us from growing closer to God and doing what God wants. And, um, you know, God has made us to be with other people and to carry each other's burdens and, and not, um, you know, have to do things alone. That's not to say that, you know, God didn't make some people to not get married and to, you know, mm-hmm. serve him through that. But, but um, commitment to God and the commitment to your spouse and of course. It, it's work, yeah. you know. It's not just like you've said. Hey, we're married now. Everything's good. That that could be some of the toughest a time during that adjustment and figuring things out. The, so these classes that we, that you're talking about and everything, these are all group settings, correct? Like yes. they're multiple. So, what would you think would be the benefits of having that class with a group than having like just you and your husband or you and your wife having just a one-on-one counseling? Is there benefits from that? It's Dennis Rainey. Yeah. Preparing for marriage. And I have given that book to couples because we don't, we don't have that class anymore. Michael, Mm -hmm. Micah and Pat Mm -hmm. took it over after we quit. Gotcha. And then it just kind of died away. I wish it would come back. Mm -hmm. A young couple would decide to do that. But you need somebody y'all's age to lead this thing because, uh, uh, we're not in the, (laughs) <laughs> We're not in the know anymore, so uh, uh, it would be a beneficial if some young couple would take it and uh, do that because it, I think it's very beneficial for uh, young people. If it's uh, dating and dating, fixing to get married, engaged, or whatever. So yeah, you don't. You know, I think I, I, I've heard this from. Uh, Dr. Dobson, for one thing, dating is the best lying time of your life. You're only going to show forth you're good. You're not going to show them you're bad. So if you're dating for any other reason than to get married, you're just wasting your time. And and I think, you know, if young people would understand that, you know, we didn't talk about anything. We didn't ask about where are we going to spend Christmas, or do we even want children? We didn't talk about any of that. It was just we're getting married, and we had fun planning it and bought a house on Wednesday and got married on Friday, and, you know, no no refrigerator, no furniture. So, you know, we were just playing house for a long, long time, and then all of a sudden it was not fun to play house anymore well i hope you all understand you may not be teaching a class but you are through this podcast this this is going to be a class for many people in many many different places and i think it's going to it's going to speak to people it's going to be an encouragement and this is going to be a legacy for you even though you know you you may not be teaching an active class 
this podcast will be a class that will live on and and others will benefit from your wisdom and and, and from your mistakes and and yeah. hear your mistakes and yeah, be able to overcome that bunch and, up and not have to repeat <laughs> hopefully repeat any of those mistakes so yeah that's our prayer so we we know that God is going to use this to do um do really good things do great things and we won't even know all all the people that this touches but um, I hope that's an encouragement to you, knowing that yeah. Yeah. here in this community, in this country, and beyond, that um, this is going to be a great help. Spaghetti and waffle. <laughs> <laughs> or Taco Bell. For or Ryan. Taco Bell. <laughs> we're, we're not ending this episode yet. I just wanted to give you a little encouragement. So Yes. I'm, I'm putting everybody on the spot here. Yeah. Let, we, oh. let, let's go around the room. Start on that side and, and start on this side. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Okay. And if, if it's horrible, we'll, we'll cut it out. Okay. Maybe. Um, what is something that works in your marriage? Not. I mean, it doesn't have to be this is uh, a miracle cure for everyone, but something that works for you and your wives specifically. Or a piece of advice that you would give of, here's where I messed up. Don't do it like this. No pressure. For me, it's... You want to go first? I was going to say, I'll go first. Okay, that's fine. Ryan's smoking over there a little bit. (laughs) Understand, understand. He better get this right on his anniversary. (laughs) It is his anniversary. I mean, really, you have the shortest amount of time, so you you don't have to sort back through all this... Yeah, just make it good. This pot full of mess that we've made for (laughs) however many years. Let me ask you a question. I don't hate to interrupt, but... Y'all, y'all attended the class, right? Uh, Stefano yes. and I did. Yes, okay, I did. Did it make a difference in y'all's life? I think any and all preparation you can do before marriage right. makes a difference. Yes, there were things in that class, and I. It was a long time ago when I took it. Twenty years ago when I took that class, so I don't remember all the specifics. Right. But what I do remember is. Christy and I would go home and talk after those classes, and we would say, I like that idea. Let's work, you know, let's use that, let's do that. Or it may be, well, we like part of that, but we're going to change it a little bit to do this. Or, um, well, I don't really like that specific thing. What's something else we can do instead of that? Because we want to work on this issue. Right. But that's not the path we're going to take to get right. there. What's another path that we can take? So it did help us. Uh, just, I mean, all communication is good communication. Right. Yeah. As long as you, you know, I shouldn't say that. If you're screaming and yelling at the top of your lungs <laughs> and you're just trying to be right to be right, that's not good communication. But civil, thought out, and, and you know, it can be raw. It You know, you can have emotions and I mean, this is someone you're living with. Um, you know, you're going to have emotions, but uh, talking through it and, and understanding that the way your spouse feels may not be the same way you feel about a given topic. Absolutely. But you can find common ground and you can support each other in that. So, yes, a long-winded answer to say yes, it helped us for sure. Okay. Yeah, helped me as well um, as far as and I'm going to – It'll piggyback on the question he just asked as far as communication goes. And for Ryan, as far as 
us being in a group setting, it helped us like hearing going through it and being with other couples and kind of because we used to go home, Lori and I right. go home and talk that's, and we'd say, well, we didn't really think about that. Well, how do you feel yeah. about it? And just the things that was discussed and everything. I liked it more in like a, a group setting like that to not make it seem like we were the well, only people that had <laughs> problems, I guess, or questions and, and concerns or not. Concerns. Well, that was, that was one of the things that I was trying to bring up is maybe when you're, if it's just me and Dawn and we're just sitting in front of a counselor, mm-hmm. there's things that might not get brought up that we wouldn't know as examples that we were even mm-hmm. going through where if you yeah. were in a group of 10, yeah. 15 couples, yeah. Oh, well I'm having this issue. And I was like, Oh, well, I didn't even realize that was even a thing. Okay, yeah, that might be something we're going through too, you know? So I think I would it would be bit more beneficial to go through a group setting for certain yeah. instances or whatever. But yes. Now, there's probably all C, obviously better options where you need to go by yourself and just for be sure. you and your wife or your husband. So yeah. All options are good. Op- do them both. Yeah. yeah. Do them both. But, yeah, in a, in a group setting, you know, it's – you would hear someone else say something and be like, mm-hmm. I told you I'm not the only one that says that or does that. And, you know, that's a normal right. thing. Right there, so. Not just uh, me. Yes. So, uh, all right, Ryan, you got an example you want to go first? Something that you do that worked for you or, or it, something work. that you would say don't do this? Cause. I think it work, It works for, for Don and I or it works for me at least for this, um, but I'm still working through it, I think. But, like, say Don and I are in an argument or whatever and – I'm the type of person, I need it out on the table right then. Let's talk about it right then. Let's get to the bottom of it and let's be done with it and move on with our life. And Dawn's more of like, let me have my time. Let me let me, let me me kind of stew on it for a little bit and then I'll come back to you. And I don't like that because I want it to be done right then. So one of the things that I'm working on and when I do work on it, it helps a lot because <laughs> <I don't get> <laughs> we don't get in worse arguments. But let her have her time. And just deal with it and let me think about what I need to say because maybe what I was going to say probably wasn't the right thing to say. So just giving her her space kind of thing. So And like I said, I, I still work on it every day. But that comes from knowing her and, and, yeah. and, and I'm yeah. sure you guys have talked about that and you know, just knowing what she needs and being open to what she needs. It of course. Like. Of course, yeah. And being – so this – I have tons of examples I could give, but <laughs> one is, you know, I'm not trying to change Christy. I'm trying to change me to meet her right. where she is. That's right. Exactly yeah. right. So, you, you know, that's, you have to be submissive, man or woman, it doesn't matter. You have to be Correct. submissive and, you know, going home to darn his socks. Yeah. Sounds like no fun at all. It wasn't. Uh, but, you know, you're being submissive and you are serving him and building him up. And that's just an example that will be reciprocated eventually. You know, it'll happen faster for some people than others. But but that's, uh, yeah, meeting them where they are, giving them what they need. You got you one. Know, if I, I get uh, around Satan fried potatoes, I know I've done something good. <laughs> uh, uh, she's loving on me. There you go. Uh, I, I need to get some of that action right there. Yeah. Fried potatoes. Yeah, that sounds mine. good. Uh, mine is the kind of kind of piggybacking off of what Ryan said. Just um, Lori, whenever we have a discussion about something, Lori's more like. Let's talk it out. And I've always, I was the only child, so I kind of don't really immediately 
express how I feel. I just bottle it up, hold it in. I don't want to talk about it then. You know, maybe like two days later, I'll I'll talk about it then, which was absolutely terrible. And that's something that I am. We'll, we'll pause here for a second. We'll pause. If that's well, Ryan, I'm going to throw something it's at It's my it. purse. I, I'll get it. I'll get it. It's my, it's <laughs> because my if it's Ryan, right. I'm going to throw something at him. I thought I had the ringer off. Well, I knew it wasn't me because I don't think my phone makes that noise. Sorry. The ability of that noise. It's a nice jingle. I like that jingle. Oh, it's my – this is what you do when you get 79 (laughs) – 78. You have a little thing that tells you when it's time to take your medicine. Okay. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) We should leave that part in. (laughs) Yeah, we should. (laughs) We should. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot how old I was. There you go. I don't know where it was. Where was it? So oh, you, you yes, hold, you hold stuff in. I hold stuff in. So just, and that's something that I'm not by any means good. And you can ask Lori, but I've I've learned over the years to talking things out, not letting things like stew inside you. That's that's something that I'm continuing, uh, continuing to learn. And also that, just like you said, um, men and women are different. And it's not my not my job to understand everything all the time. My job is to support Lori and everything. She's going to think differently than I do, and it's not it's not my not my job to say, well, why do you think that way? That's not. I mean, my job is to you know support her, and that's something that I fail at often, but uh, something that I'm working working through. Yeah, men have tend to have a let's fix it kind mm-hmm. of attitude, and mm-hmm. yeah. sometimes if your wife is telling you something, she doesn't want it fixed. She wants you to listen or to talk Absolutely. to her about it, and it's <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it's not an issue to be fixed. Yes, it's a, yes. You know, so. I want your support. There you go. Emotionally, <laughs> for for this. So, yeah. So Christy and I, uh, it all comes down to communication. The yes. example, right? Yes. What yes. both yeah. of them have said yes. and what I'm about to yeah. say. It's mm-hmm. all communication, but I'm kind of. Along the same lines as Stefano, Christy will bring something to me, and she she's looking for that, you know, reciproc- reciprocating mm-hmm. conversation. Um, and for me, I'm I'm a look. Just give me the details. Okay, I got it. I don't have any questions. Let's move on. You know, I'm not one that you know. My first response is not to have a conversation. Just tell me what you need to tell me. And we're going to move on. We'll, we'll we'll get it fixed. You know, I'm kind of a fixer. We'll we'll get it fixed. We'll do what needs to be done. Just let, lay it on me. Yeah. But you know, I don't I don't have that first instinct of, well, why does that bother you? Or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever whatever questions to let her get it all out. And she's, mm-hmm. you know, she's looking to get it all out, think through it, get all that emotion out. Um, but it, it's it's all communication and, and yeah. learning. How each person, how your your spouse needs to communicate, um, right. Yeah. right? Like like we've all said, absolutely. So, we went to a marriage class one time, and it was on communication. And uh, the speaker said, "Treat it like you're going to McDonald's, and you pull up to the window and you say, 'I live with a procrastinator.'" 
So, you know, it's like, when are you going to do this? And so it says, go to the window like you would at McDonald's, and you just give your order. This is what I want. And then you drive off. And then you come, that person then, when you pull back up, says, I heard you say you wanted that room painted. Is that what you said? Because most times, sometimes you don't even know what they're talking about. Mm. And you say, yes, that's what. (laughs) We may not see 60. (laughs) So, but you're getting the communicate. This is what I'm saying. Sometimes y'all not hearing what we say or I'm not Mm -hmm. hearing what he says. And so you go back and you honk your horn and you say, I heard you want me to to know when I'm going to paint that room, and I will paint it next Thursday or whatever the solution is. But you're giving them time to think it through, and you're giving you're not just saying this is what I want, do it now, fix it. You're you're communicating what you're what you want, and they're listening. But you don't have to. Give the order out right away. It's a great That was really exercise. good. So we used to go through saying, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> it's a great exercise. <laughs> listen to me. All listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It works. Nice. Communication, communication, communication. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's however that looks for you and your spouse, but you have to talk and have to work through things and, and see what, what – your spouse needs and how they need that um and it's going to be different some things will be the same but you know some will be different and you just have to you have to talk about that you know i'm i'm thinking through my last 40 something years and mm-hmm. i had another ministry here and just find you and mm-hmm. Lori were a big part of that mm-hmm. for 10 years i had them on my refrigerator mm-hmm. because they were trying to have children and i had a list of names and it was 10 years later to god answered that so that's always made me feel very involved in your children and being with you so then for a while there i had everybody that wanted to have a baby i'm like (laughs) (laughs) okay it's just it 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 was prayer well and god we we talked about that in our uh our men's uh study just never giving up yeah. and it's for sure that we felt those prayers throughout the church and yeah i can't always come to you and always say thank you for keeping us in mind well, <laughs> and for praying for us for so long yeah it was it was my, god's perfect timing yeah it was that, that's really a, a great example of investing in others i mean marriage is it's a great and wonderful thing that you know a gift that God has given us, but like we've been saying this whole time, it takes time, it takes effort, communication, but then investing that into other people mm-hmm. yeah. and helping them grow. And just like a marriage is a years long process, years long process of investing in other people, mm-hmm. carrying their burdens, helping them. And, and, and then that trend would, would continue. So, well, Russell and Joanne, thank you very much. It's been um, time has, has flown by for for this episode, but it, it's been great, and I know you all have 
so much more that you could share with with us and with others but um you know communication talk about everything you know yeah. before you yeah. get married who's going to pay the bills may may christy paid our bills for the first i don't know 15 years of our marriage just because of of uh, our work life and i was traveling a lot and doing different things and instead of switching back and forth she just did that and then we changed after i had a change in employment so um you know talk about finance talk about children do we want children right. do we want two or ten or you know and they may be different numbers and those numbers may change after That's you right. have one Compromise. so so you, you know um just all that kind of stuff that uh we we may not think about you have to be intentional before the marriage talk about those things work them out and then be willing to adjust after the marriage yeah. because you can have a plan and an idea and, and it sounds good in the you know to start but once you get married yeah it may not really work in reality so so you know if you have a plan and you're sticking to it and then you're you know on get married and it's not really working well talk about that don't be afraid to change that and say hey this isn't working for me what do you think or mike tyson had a had a, had a saying everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth so you know <laughs> once you get married that's that's when satan is going to start attacking you and punching yeah. you and, and trying mm-hmm. to trying to break that up and and uh, stick with it stick with god put god first put your spouse second and, and do things for them lift them up and that's going to come back and bless your marriage in, in immense ways you know everybody's got different gifts some people like to give gifts some people like to give cards uh, we need to pass this on because we've passed yeah. it on before. Yeah, we had been married what two or three years, and we really had no money. So we go to Walmart and we pick out a card for anniversaries, <laughs> two cards. We don't care what they cost, and we read them. And then we put them back in the rack. <laughs> <laughs> and we have done this what? for Valentine's Day. You can edit that out if you want. <laughs> oh, that, is, that is brilliant. That is Valentine's <laughs> Day, I get the best cards, and he does. We have saved a lot of money. That, that is br- so. That is golden. If, if you did not happen to follow that, <laughs> that is fantastic. what they do is they go to the store, and they pick out a card for whatever the occasion is. And they give it to the other, other one right. who is standing next to them in the aisle. Mm-hmm. Here's your card. Read it. Enjoy it. And then they put it back. Yeah, you're saving six bucks right there. There you are. Six, Absolutely. Six bucks. That, it's, and most of it's fifty cents. Not anymore. I say one's like five dollars. I mean, when you're not buying it, I guess you don't have to look at the price. But no, you right. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me get that shiny one over there. That's looks like science. a mini book. That that is great. That's uh, awesome. So thank you very much for being here. Yes. Um, this this is I I truly believe this is going to bless a lot of people and help a lot mm-hmm. of people and someone is going to watch this or listen to this. And I say, hope somebody watches it and steps up and does a class. Yeah, I really yeah, do because it's a uh, there's a lot of need. Yeah. Yes. And someone may right. not do a class, but this is going to change someone's household. It's going to change their life and change their marriage. And someone's going to listen to it and say, look, I told you I wasn't the only one that did that. <laughs> so, 
But I think uh, I think Stefano is going to send us out today with the Bible verse. Yes, um, and just thank you both. Y'all might not know the impact that y'all had, and um, by doing that class and just the things that we learned as a couple, and just about ourselves and communication wise. But just just thank y'all for y'all's heart and passion for that. Um, really, really. Really, really, we're blessed, and we continue to be blessed by that. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit from uh, Colossians. It's Colossians 3, uh, 12 through 14. Um, Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has a grievance against another. Just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you are also to forgive. Above all, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. So that goes hand in hand, those qualities in a marriage. Um, So just thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to GPS to God. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, tell others. If you um, got anything out of this episode, make sure you pass it along just like we were talking about earlier help other people out help yourself out and uh, we'll see you again next week okay yay this is going to be it's over this is going to be the class that keeps that on giving awesome. you you taught you taught this class one time and it's going to be retaught all i can tell you is your time. wives are going to hear this all <laughs> right. three of them right <laughs> and they're going to say see i told you i told you <laughs> thank you for listening to gps to god Please leave us a rating on iTunes and also subscribe on YouTube. And hit the bell if you would like to receive notifications when new episodes air.